Hello, and thank you for joining me for episode 179 of Just One More Row, hosted by me, Dana of Unwind. How's it going, everybody? I am glad to be podcasting today. I have to admit, I am kind of bored. (laughs) I had my surgery on the 15th of November, which was a week ago tomorrow as of this recording. I'm recording on the 21st. And I am not going to be allowed to drive until December the 3rd at the minimum. So I have not left my house since (laughs) the day of my surgery. To be totally honest, um, it's been very, very painful. Um, So I've been kind of glad to be at home. But at the same time, you know, I'm used to being able to go out and do things as I want and cook dinner and clean the house and all that kind of stuff. And unfortunately, it's everything's been very difficult. Things that normally would, you know, not be painful are. And um, my surgery went okay, but there were some complications and some unexpected things going on once he got my knee opened up. And I have an area of deterioration that was so bad that he really couldn't do anything to help it. And they're wanting to do a, um, I wouldn't really call it experimental, but it's a new type of surgery um, where they do a spot implant of cadaverous tissue to cover up the deterioration area and hopefully buy me some more time before I have to have a knee replacement. But... Um, He said, regardless, within the next few years, I will have to have a knee replacement. So at this point, it's just a balancing act of trying to get my knee as strong as possible without stressing out my joint any further or causing any further deterioration, which he did say is due to my arthritis, which I knew I had arthritis in my knees. That's not really a surprise, but um, hearing about just how bad it was, was was kind of shocking. So uh, my recovery this time has been very painful surprisingly considering that last time I was given pain drugs that I couldn't take so I didn't have any pain medicine Um, this time I was given proper pain meds and I'm now only taking them at nighttime but it still hurts pretty bad and I'm having trouble sleeping and uh, just like yesterday I did some laundry which you know you wouldn't think would be super painful especially since I'm only really on the lower level of my house and I started bleeding from my incision site so I guess I did too much (laughs) so today I've been taking it a little bit more easy just working on some more simple things and hopefully not ending up with uh, bleeding incisions anymore so anyway I just wanted to update you guys on that and I appreciate all the kind thoughts and well wishes and everything that I've received both via Ravelry and via Instagram. You guys really made me feel great and I appreciate the support. All right, so what you're actually here for, underway, I am currently sitting here knitting on my Adventuresome Wrap, which is a pattern by Amba O'Brien. It's It's her new, one of her two new advent patterns for 2019. And I chose this one to use with my advent calendar yarn that I dyed for Unwind, which all advent calendars have been sent out now. And I've been getting lots of um, excited emails from folks who've received theirs. So I'm very excited. 
uh, to see what folks start making with them. I have asked that everybody who bought an advent calendar to please not post any pictures until December 1st and try not to post pictures of uh, future dates uh, ahead of the open date because you know a lot of people are really excited about the mystery aspect and the surprise aspect because you know as adults we don't get a whole lot of surprises in life that are positive so I definitely want people to be able to enjoy that if they choose but I did as I said last time go ahead and start a project out of the yarn because I had dyed myself an advent kit too and I wanted to be able to show what everything looks like knitted up as everyone opens. So as of right now, I am on December 11th's mini skein. I just started it. I've been averaging one to one and a half minis a day, uh, just trying to get some stripes. I'm taking pictures as I go of just that day's mini. So I'm limited on when I can take the pictures based on when the light's decent in my house. So I've, I sometimes will finish one like right after dark and then have to wait until the next morning to start working on another mini because I don't want to start the next days without having photographed this one. So it's a kind of a balancing act of when I work on it during the day. And each, um, each mini is taking me, because I'm kind of slow and easily distracted, I'm guessing about an hour and a half to knit each mini up. An hour and a half to two hours, depending on my my distractibility level and where I'm at pain wise right then but I'm really loving it I like the order that I've put them in which you know I'm knitting them in the same order that everyone's going to open theirs so that's exciting um this wrap is going to be huge it is really I mean it already um on the long edge is well over two and a half feet so I'm excited about getting to uh, have a big shawl because you know I don't really have that many big shawls and I don't really knit that many big shawls so this will probably be the biggest shawl that I've ever made to be honest so I'm tremendously excited about seeing what this full thing looks like worked up so I've been working on that mainly um, I have worked more on my Saldotna crop not a ton because mainly I've been working on this and some of the other smaller things that I'm currently knitting um, but I have put maybe another 15 rounds on the yoke. I'm really not in a huge hurry to finish it just because it's such an enjoyable knit. The yoke is with the color work and I really don't want to rush that because I know that the body is going to feel like it takes forever because the yoke is so exciting and the body's kind of um, just plain. I mean, it's got the little uh, single stitches of one of the accent colors, but Eh, I'm just really enjoying the yoke, so I don't want to. I don't want to rush through it. Um, also, crap. I'm sorry. That is my mother calling. My apologize. I apologize. Um, and for some reason, my phone has decided that even when I have it on silent, it is still going to ring. I don't know. Does anybody else have an iPhone that's having that problem? I cannot figure out what is wrong with my phone. Like, it's really weird that it's doing that. I don't know. Anyway, um, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought. But speaking of my mother, I did wind up some yarn this morning. I guess this technically should be an incoming, but since by the time you guys hear this, I'll have cast them on. But I am gonna, I'm going to actually knit some Christmas gifts this year. So one of the things that I'm knitting is the beeswax mitts by Amy Vandelar. 
and I've got a skein of my touring DK in goldenrod that I've had set aside for these forever and my mom wears her fingerless mitts every single day in her office um, she works in a medical office and it's kept extremely cold so um, in order to keep her hands nimble um, because she also has a pretty bad arthritis she wears fingerless mitts every single day and she's basically been wearing this one pair that I made her I think six or seven years ago and she said they're starting to get a little worn and I think she said it kind of as a hint so I'm going to knit her a new pair of mitts for Christmas I think that'll be super fun so um, yeah that's pretty much all I am currently working on as of this recording I have concluded some things though because like I said I've been pretty much sitting around for a week almost and haven't been able to do very much so I've been knitting like crazy so one of the things that I finally finished were my Hogwarts shorties uh, you guys remember I started these back in July when I no August when I went to Universal while I was down in Orlando for Color Street Conference and I just you know wasn't ever really in a hurry well after you know while I was preparing to record the last episode I was thinking about you know the fact that I really wanted to knit the uh, Kirby Warby Christmas Vacation Advent skein into a pair of socks in December so I really needed the needles that they were on so I guess that's what I needed to kind of give me the kick in the pants that I needed in order to be able to move past <laughs> move past the uh, laissez-faire attitude I had about them so I did go ahead and get them finished ends are woven in photos are up and all that good stuff so I'm very excited about that and also so um, my knitting group and I've gotten a solemn promise from Katrina that she will not listen to this episode for a few more weeks if she does at all uh, but my knitting group which includes some pretty amazing ladies uh, decided to do a yarn swap for Christmas and we are knitting with each other's yarn uh, so I gave a skein in and Katrina got my yarn and she's knitting a pattern for me out of my yarn to give to me and I got Katrina's yarn and I knit um, a Zuzu's petals by Karina Spencer for her out of her yarn and intend to give that to her this pattern um, I've knit this I think already twice I think in my knitting career prior to knitting it this time it is a really great pattern you basically knit it like an increasing triangle shawl and then once you get to a certain stitch count you join in the round and you um, you knit uh, you just knit in the round uh, and do a uh, lace pattern so it looks like a shawlette that's wrapped around your neck but it's connected in the back um, there's a lot of patterns that are like this I think a lot of people call them scowls um, so I immediately when she handed me the yarn she had picked some uh, I think it was copper corgi she did not have the ball band so I don't know what colorway it is or what base I made an educated guess on um, I made an educated guess when I was looking at the yardage to make sure that I had enough to do what I wanted to do and I did and it turned out beautiful and I'm really happy about it so I've still got to block it which is going to involve a rolled up bath towel um, I haven't gotten to that point yet but I'm excited about doing that and then that will be her Christmas gift for me 
And then other members of my knitting group traded amongst themselves and they'll be knitting things for each other as well. So it was a nice way to make sure everybody got a gift from someone in the group for Christmas but wasn't responsible for doing something for everyone. So incoming, oh, and I don't have a project page for Katrina's because it is a surprise and she will manage to see it on Ravelry. So there won't be a project page for a bit. So incoming, I'm going to knit another Zuzu's Petals for Jeannie, my water aerobics instructor. She's in her 70s and she is a sassy, funny, amazing lady and has really become a friend in the year that I've been going to the Y. So I want to make her something special. And also she is a knitter and I've actually de-stashed a lot of my acrylic to her um, and one other lady in the group because they like to knit with acrylic for uh, charity projects and other than knitting NICU noggins I really don't work with acrylic that much so I have uh, I've been you know we, we taught knitting a lot and crafting and and such so I want to make her something special and while I was knitting Katrina's Zuzu petals I thought you know this really would be perfect for Jeannie because she loves cowls and she loves scarves um, but she doesn't really have anything like this and she is a bulky weight yarn minimal shaping may throw a few yarn overs in for some visual interest in her knitting but she for the most part doesn't do any kind of lace so i thought this might be fun to knit for her so uh, both the one for Jeannie and the one for katrina are both in fingering weight doubled on um, size eight needles so i'm looking forward to working on that for her I actually wound up the yarn today that I intend to use. Um, it's some Yankee Dyer that I bought two springs ago when I went to Maryland Sheep and Wool with Tiffany. So I'm really looking forward to using that. It's like a really watercolor wash look uh, yarn that I think is going to just be very beautiful when it's knit up, especially doubled, where you really get to mix those colors up and make it almost look like an Impressionist painting. Um, I'm going to also knit something for Stephanie, the co-leader of my Color Street team. I haven't decided what yet, but I do have the yarn pulled. It's some uh, really vibrant purple DK weight that's a leftover from my Enchanted Mesa. I think it was by Sunset Yarns. I can't remember who dyed it, but I had gotten it in a gift swap, so... I'm looking forward to using that because I'll get to use the last of that yarn up. I probably will knit her some fingerless mitts because she lives in Orlando, so she's not going to need very much as far as wool, but she does walk her dogs and she talks about like her hands being cold and stuff in the morning when she drives to work. She's a teacher in her day job and then we run our color street team together uh, by night and I know that uh, she would appreciate something handmade because she knows how much work I put into what I do. So I'm going to make her something. I just haven't decided on a pattern yet. Um, I still have to put heels and toes in a pair of socks for my husband. I sent a skein of my celebration sock in evergreen to my good buddy Daisy. Um, she has a Earlbacher sock machine and she cranked two sock tubes for me. So I just have to put heels and toes in and that will be one of his Christmas gifts. And by the way, if you need any sock tubes cranked, I'm going to put a link to her profile in the show notes. Definitely check her out. 
Um, she used to dye yarn. She's since closed her yarn business, but she is cranking sock tubes for folks um, as a side hustle. So definitely check her out if you want to uh, try some sock tubes and get some of your yarn cranked. Because if you're anything like me and you're biting off more than you can chew with holiday knitting, it might be worth you know checking it out to see if she could fit you into her schedule. Um, I'm also planning on knitting some fingerless knits for Madeline because uh, she's a goof that apparently repels knitwear. She, I had made her some fingerless mitts last year, I think, that were out of my celebration sock doubled, and she has lost them. She is not sure what happened to them. I remember seeing them in the house, but I'm pretty sure I put them on her and sent them to school. But we've checked the lost and found at school, and they're not there, which, surprise, surprise, if, you know, I was someone who didn't knit and found some hand-knit thing in the lost and found at school, I'd probably bogart that, too. So, I'm, you know, just gonna bless and release and say that, you know, somebody who probably needed them more than her, who doesn't have a mama who knits, ended up with them, and I'm gonna make her a new pair. But this time, I'm gonna try to come up with some sort of anti-theft device even if it means I was actually thinking about doing some sort of buttonhole on the cuff of the mitt and sewing some buttons up in the sleeves of her coat so that we can button them in like what do y'all think does that sound weird <laughs> I could just keep trying to think of like some way that I can try to keep her from losing them again um, but this time I'm probably going to use DK weight instead of using fingering weight doubled because, you know, I have enough scraps. I can make the kid a pair of mitts, but, you know, I, I just, I don't really want to waste my time if she's going to lose them. But, you know, she is going outside and, you know, quite a bit on the playground for half an hour at a time and I don't want her hands getting cold. So anybody who has any suggestions to me on how to keep them from disappearing like the last pair, I am all ears. <laughs> So you say, nothing this time, I really can't sew with my knee like this. So I'm, I did not get around, I, I had overestimated the amount of time that I was going to have to get my life in order before my surgery because it ended up that there was one day that it was, <laughs> and this is so lame, so those of you who live in actual like real cold places are going to roll your eyes at this, but they called school for two hours. They did a two-hour delay uh, the week of my surgery on one day because it was cold, which they also said that it had snowed. It didn't snow anywhere in the entire county. I mean, I went online and looked, and nobody had reported snow, so I think they had lied. But um, they basically just wasted our time because we didn't even get to take the kids in until like 11 o'clock, which was ridiculous because that meant basically she was there for four and a half hours. And then like the next day, they had an 11 a.m. release. Actually, no, wait. The first day, they went in at 9.30. And then the second day, they got out at 11. So I had two days where my entire schedule was completely truncated. So, it, I did not get much done at all like I had hoped before my surgery. So, I had planned to 
you know, cut up all this Christmas fabric into strips so I could be making ornaments and stuff like that while I'm recuperating. Yeah, I didn't get to that, and I'm not really going upstairs to my office. I went up today, but <laughs> y'all are going to laugh. I made a list of all the things that I needed to do while I was up there. I took a shopping bag full of stuff with me up there and like scooted it up a couple of stairs at a time while I bumped up on my butt. And then while I was up there, I got everything done I needed to get up there, like everything done. I had a huge list and I finished all of it. And then I came back down and I won't go back up there today. I just, I don't want to stress my knee out too much. <coughs> so yeah, I'm having to be very methodical in what I do just because, you know, pain. So because uh, I'm off painkillers during the day and I don't want to go back on them right now. So anyway, um, yeah, I did not get things done up there that I wanted to get done, including cutting fabric. So, you know, it is what it is. If I don't get to those this year, it's fine. Um, it isn't like the fabric's going to go bad. It's kind of like yarn. It'll keep. But, you know, I was really hoping to make some more things. So maybe I can still squeeze it in. It just kind of depends on how I'm feeling as uh, my healing progresses. So I'm just going to attempt to be patient with myself and not get stressed out over, you know, something like this that I really just can't help right now. And yeah, so that's the plan at the moment. Uh, maker's moment. One thing that I did do today I had a little bottle of gel stain and I used it to stain a 18 inch wood round that I had bought from uh, Home Depot and I had intended to make a Lazy Susan out of it for my aunt-in-law who is hosting Thanksgiving and it just so happens that Thanksgiving is also her birthday. So I wanted to make something special for her for her birthday this year. Because uh, she is one of my favorite people. I really love her. She's exceptionally kind. And just her daughter's my, one of my best friends. And, you know, you guys, I'm sure, have heard me talk about Amanda. This is Amanda's mom that I'm talking about. So I decided I was going to make this for her. So I actually have a picture up on Instagram if you want to go look at it. It is super cute. Um, I stained the, the wood round like a dark maple color and then it has a, a vine like a leaf border around the vinyl and it says bless the food before us the family beside us and the love between us and I have lazy Susan hardware kits on order from Amazon that will be here tomorrow so I just got to get the drill out and put that together and have to put the uh, vinyl on it once the gel stain has had 24 hours to completely cure into the wood give it a little buff with some sandpaper put the vinyl down and then um, hit the vinyl with a little bit of heat to make sure it's fully pressed down and then hit it with some polycrylic spray and it will be a finished gift so I'm really really excited about this if you can't tell um, I love making useful gifts and I think this is something that she will love because she has a gigantic family table that she is an antique that she is really proud of and I know that she always does a lot of um, you know has her condiments and stuff on it and she usually uses a table runner 
But, you know, our family's messy. So I'm thinking a Lazy Susan would be great for her because she can keep it on the table with her stuff on it. If I put a couple of coats of polycrylic on it, she can just wipe it clean with a damp cloth and it'll be good as new. And I think this is something that she will really treasure because she loves handmade things. She is the one person other than Amanda in his entire family who really appreciates handmade stuff and values it more than store-bought stuff. So, you know, she's definitely make-worthy. So I'm making that for her. I today finished cutting out the vinyl for some funny t-shirts that I'm making for all the ladies in the family for Thanksgiving Day. We are all going to have Nutrition Facts t-shirts. Uh, I am dressing. Amanda is sweet potatoes, Laura is cranberry sauce, Emily is pumpkin pie, Madeline is going to be turkey, Laura's daughter Layla is going to be mac and cheese, and Emily's daughter Mia is just going to have a little pumpkin on hers because she's a baby. She's only a year and a half old. So we're going to have some fun shirts and we're going to take some pictures that day. So I'm really excited <laughs> about finishing these. So I've got all the vinyl cut. I just have to weed it and press it, which I should be able to do with my husband's help next week. He is actually going to be off all week. So Monday and Tuesday, he and I are just going to be chilling at the house together while Madeline's at school because she does go to school Monday and Tuesday of next week. So I'm going to have him help me with those shirts. And I think that that's going to be a super funny thing that we're going to do this year. So I'm making those with vinyl. And then um, I had got a brilliant idea last night. Uh, I saw someone on the silhouette group that I'm on on Facebook had, had bought some really cute fleece throws and then cut vinyl out that said, this is Linda's Hallmark Christmas movie watching blanket. And I just thought that was hilarious and so freaking cute. So I actually did um i have shipped which we can talk about that if anybody's interested in hearing my opinion on grocery delivery and such but i'll tell you if with working from home and trying to fit everything in and now not being able to drive being able to have my target order and my grocery order delivered to my house is flipping amazing and has more than paid for itself because i'm not doing imp impulse purchases anymore like at all other than, you know, my initial order. So they have these fleece throws at Target and they're on sale right now for $9.50. So pretty decent price for a gift. And I ordered a couple of different ones because I had already bought one for my aunt. So I bought one for Amanda and one for my mother and had them delivered today. And I've got the um, special flocked vinyl that I need in order to be able to press onto the fleece but I'm going to make them Hallmark movie watching blankets for Christmas because Amanda and my mom are both obsessed with Hallmark movies and they both have that Hallmark unlimited subscription which I find hysterically funny but they both have that and love it so I think that they will very much appreciate the idea of a Hallmark movie watching blanket. So that is going to be probably the last two things that I'll make, um, but I think that'll be super cute, and I'm really looking forward to it, and I'll make sure that I put pictures up on Instagram when I finish them, because they're going to be amazing. 
in my ears I just finished Becoming by Michelle Obama it's a book that I started months and months and months ago and uh, kind of became a little bit of a slog for me um, I'm not going to go into politics but I'll just say I really like her um, she's a very good storyteller and I really enjoyed hearing her read her own book I'm really kind of getting into reading memoirs right now I'm in a memoir place in my life I guess so I'm I'm really excited about um, the fact that I finished that so I'm now one book away from meeting my Goodreads reading goal for 2019 so that's exciting I also finished the first book in the Todd Hunter Moon series by Angie Sage I do have uh, the next book in my queue but to be honest, I really haven't been reading that much other than getting through the last of the Michelle Obama book. Um, since my surgery, I haven't done much reading because I've been watching all the TV that I never have time to watch because the only time I ever get to watch TV is with my husband at night and he doesn't want to watch what I do. So I've been re-watching Buffy. I watched the Stars series, The Spanish Princess. I watched, let's see, I've watched a couple of other things too. I've been catching up on all my backlog of stuff that's on the DVR. Like I'm watching all the stuff right now that I haven't taken the time to watch in ages. So I've not really been reading that much. But I do have the one more book that I need to hit to finish my 52 books for 2019. So I'm definitely going to start um, another book soon. I just, uh, mainly I listen to books while I read or work. And since I, I mean, while I drive or work, and rather I've not been driving and I'm not really working. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, where the wild things are. Madeline is super excited for Thanksgiving. And a huge part of that is because we are going to be staying in a hotel on Thanksgiving night. Um, we were supposed to be staying with. Chris's aunt, um, my favorite, the one that I'm doing the Lazy Susan for, but because her house has so many stairs, there's just no way. It's not feasible for me to have to go up and down stairs as much as I would in her house. So we just decided we would just get a hotel instead. So Madeline is over the moon because for some reason, my kid loves staying in a hotel. I mean, loves it. So we are going to uh, be staying in our hometown in a hotel and we already have plans to take her swimsuit and Chris's swimsuit so that they can go swimming on Thanksgiving night and we are going to invite the cousins over to come swimming too if they want to so that'll be fun um, I'm not going to be cleared to get in the pool yet so I'll just chill on the side and knit and talk to the other adults but yeah I think it'll be I think it'll be fun um, this time we got smart because the last time we stayed in a hotel like this for a family reason and not for vacation, um, we got a hotel that had two full beds for some stupid reason. I don't know why I did that, but we were smart this time and got two queens. So she'll, she won't know what to do with herself because she sleeps in a twin. So <laughs> she'll be all over that bed, but she, once she goes to sleep, she's pretty much out. So I think it'll be fine but yeah she's really looking forward to staying in a hotel and sleeping in a big bed and all that fun kind of stuff all right into the world 2020 once again um 
I'm going to be a broken record about this because I think people tend to get behind on podcasts. So I want to make sure everybody hears all of this, especially um, going into the holidays when you might be allocating money for your 2020 trips. I want you to know uh, how much things cost and go ahead and get us on your calendar if you want to come. So dates for 2020 are September 17th through the 20th. Cost will be $400 a person. That's a bit of an increase due to Lake Francis increasing their cost to me and me taking a salary next year for the first time ever. But the cost includes eight meals, your lodging, snacks and drinks, all activities, entrance to the market, a fully loaded goodie bag, and your t-shirt. Attendee signups are February 1st, 2020 at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and there are 90 attendee spots, 9 vendor spots, which includes me because I'm a hybrid vendor and coordinator, so I counted myself as a vendor here, and one coordinator spot for Tiffany for a total of 100 total spots there for the weekend. If you are a prospective vendor, vendor applications are now live. The application period is November 16th through the 30th. So as of this recording, you still have nine days to apply. And everyone will be notified of their status on or before December 12th. And the $450 combined vendor and attendee fee will be due on January 13th of 2020. So that $450 is the $400 attendee fee plus $50 vendor fee, which covers your table at the market, which it's three hours of market for $50. I double dog dare you to find a fiber festival that is that cheap. (laughs) And also um, the money from your vendor fee covers the reusable shopping bags that we get made every year that have the vendor Uh, names on them so we provide that with your money so you don't have to bring shopping bags so really it's free it's advertising that the attendees carry with them to other shows and uh, and to other events and to their knitting groups or whatever else so it's pretty awesome deal I hope you'll consider applying Um, we are still you know looking for new people and of course returning vendors are also encouraged to apply um we we don't have a rule about not allowing someone to come back once they've vended before we have several people who've vended multiple times so anyway just wanted to bring that up since that is currently happening and i want to make sure that everybody who wants to be considered knows that this is the time to get your name in the pot all right, so hear ye, hear ye. This is the last two-month period of 6 and 19. I'm the sponsor again this month, and the prize is a skein of yarn and the winner's choice from my shop. Um, I do have quite a bit of stuff left over from shows, and I have stuff that isn't listed. I did not get around to doing a shop update yet. I'm going to attempt to get one done before uh the holiday weekend because I do want to have some things available if anyone wants to do some Black Friday shopping with me and I likely will have some sort of deal so keep an eye on my Unwind Yarn Company Instagram if you're interested in finding out what my deal is going to be. Uh, Color Street, the Christmas sets are available. Um, I do still have a couple of Thanksgiving sets available. If anybody wants Thanksgiving nails, get with me ASAP so I can get those in the mail to you so that you can wear them uh, for the holiday. They are super cute this year. 
the November charity is type 1 diabetes awareness. The set is really sweet. It's called One Warrior, and it's got some flowers and an awareness ribbon. It's uh, very delicate and feminine, very pretty. So if you're interested in checking that out, I hope you'll go to my site, which is pamperednailsbydana.com, and check that out. Also, I'm sure that Color Street is probably going to have some sort of awesome special for Black Friday because they did last year. And also, I am running some amazing specials in my Facebook group. If you are not in it yet and you would like to be in there and take advantage of the opportunity to get some fantastic deals over the holiday weekend, please go join. I would love to have you. It's a super fun group. Everybody's really nice. We have a lot of fun. It isn't just selling all the time. I try to make sure it's entertaining as well. So there is that. Um, and also, um, if you have not tried a sample yet and you would like to, please feel free to fill out the form that's linked in the show notes. I would love to send you one. I'm still working on ideas for next year's Knit Along. It seems like everybody that has responded is interested in doing one, but I would like some specific ideas on what you guys want to do. Um, if you guys want me to just keep it like I'm doing right now with the 150-yard minimum project per two-month period in 2020, we can do that. Or if you want to do like a themed one where every other time is like a themed project so that people can, you know, work on various different things, that's fine. Um, if you want to do like a spectrum knit along where we knit with a different color every month, that's fun too. Um, you know, just give me some ideas because I want to try to work it out where I've got the details set up before I record again because I want to give you guys some time to know what's going to happen. Uh, we are going to have the ornament slash recipe swap that I mentioned last time. Here's the details. $10 limit for extras. Sign up by December the 4th and ship your package by December the 17th. Of course, if you're international, you're going to want to try to get it done before then. Um, I, I don't really have it set up for international right now. Um, if you sign up and you definitely don't want to be matched with anybody international, please send me a message so I can go in there and do an adjustment on the settings for your sign up so that it won't pair you with someone international. Um, but I hope that, you know, everybody would be open to swapping with whomever is available to swap with them. Um, we are just going to do a single handmade ornament plus one recipe, preferably a dessert, but whatever makes your family go crazy at the holidays is fine. If your special salad is the thing your family loves, uh, you never know, your partner may love to get that recipe. Um, and a few little extras if you want to, not to exceed 10 bucks, you can always do, you know, like a progress keeper, a mini skein, a magnet, a postcard, something local to you that someone would enjoy receiving. That would be fun as well. We will be using Elfster to assign par partners. If you haven't used Elfster before, it's really cool software. You go in and sign up, and after the day that it uh, let, after the, the last day to sign up, which will be December the 4th, it automatically will email everybody on December the 5th with whoever their partner is that they're going to be sending to. And it, I don't have anything to do with who gets partnered with who, but like I said, if you 
have some sort of uh, restriction with not wanting to ship internationally. Which if you're just sending an ornament and a recipe and some stitch markers or something small, it shouldn't be more than five or six bucks for you to ship it overseas depending on where it's going. So keep that in mind before you let me know. You don't want you, you don't want to be paired with anybody overseas. But if you don't for sure, let me know and I can go in and uh, set the settings where it won't pair you with somebody overseas. Um, but anyway, uh, the link to sign up is in the show notes. So I hope that you will consider doing it if you want to. I am really excited about making an, an ornament for somebody. So, uh, I hope a bunch of people will join me. I think it's going to be really fun. All right. Well, that's pretty much all I have to say right now. I'm appreciative that you've hung out with me all this time. And I hope that you've enjoyed the episode. And as always, please feel free to comment on the show notes thread on Ravelry. And I'll see you around. Thanks. Bye.